Hi, all you podcast listeners. This is Liz Mayer from Work and Whim, and today is January 3rd, 2021. Yay! We've left behind all the crusties of 2020, and today's topic is the Sunday scaries. Wah, wah, wah. Raise your hand if you ever wanted to crap your pants on a Sunday thinking about Monday. Well, you're not alone. I have both hands up right now. Today, me and Miss Yuri Lee will discuss all the feels around this very critical, scary Sunday as we start on a new year and some ways to cope so you can eliminate the scaries and bring forth the sanity as you head into your week. Happy listening! Welcome to the Work and Whim podcast, where we discuss topics that impact your whole self, or as I like to say, your whole ass, because we know you bring all that shit with you to work, whether you want to or not. I am your host, Liz Mayer, and today I am here with my partner in crime, Miss Yuri Lee. Hello, hello, hello. And we are going to discuss a topic that is as crusty as the past year has been. The Sunday scaries. Bum, bum, bum. Rah, rah, rah. Yuri, do you know what the Sunday scaries are? Oh, I'm feeling it right now. It's like 3 p.m. on Sunday and the Sunday scaries hit. Tell me about the Sunday scaries and tell our listeners just in case they don't exactly know what the hell we're talking about. All right. I'm going to bear my soul. Okay. So the Sunday scaries are the point in time, usually on a Sunday, um, when I start to get a little anxiety about the week ahead or, you know, more exactly Monday. Um, This Sunday scaries is extra special because we're coming back from about a week and a half long break. And so, you know, we've obviously adjusted nicely to not having to think about work, check emails, being in meetings. So yeah, my Sunday scaries are at about a, right now, to be honest, it's about at an eight, but it starts in the pit of my stomach and then travels to my heart and makes my heart race and then gets into my head and starts to take over my brain with a lot of um, worries that, you know, I couldn't even articulate what the worries are, but it's, it's like a physical reaction I have on Sundays. Not all, but this one in particular, very much so. Well, you are not alone. I mean, the Sunday scaries are a real thing. I too um, subscribe to the Sunday scaries. Um, In fact, 80% of adults deal with them at some point in their lives. And, you know, nine times out of 10, the Sunday scaries are with us in relation to dreading, you know, certain situations, uh, potentially at work, you know, can be other things that are coming in the upcoming week. And, you know, I think the thing is, to your point, is that it makes things exponentially um, more crusty this uh, Sunday in particular, because, I mean, let's face it, essentially since December 20th, I have been wearing pants that don't fasten. Um, I have eaten and drank whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted to. Um, Any semblance of my morning routine Um, doesn't start until roughly midday. And, you know, my kids also are completely off their rockers. So they don't, you know, have 
um, the gut bacteria yet or the memory structures to know the Sunday scary feels. I'll reserve that to their later years, but they're real, right? And I think what it's important to do is to re really recognize you know, that it doesn't matter how much vacation you take to try to avoid or pad um, into your weekend. It's inevitable at some point that around 3 p.m., you're going to get that feeling. Yuri, you beautifully described it as this like punch in the gut. I think that's really wise. I, I would like to more refer to it as a sound that goes something like, <laughs> or like think of the loudest wettest <laughs> fart sound oh my god consider. dear yeah. lord yes it does feel <laughs> like that though right and so like you know when I think about my scary Sundays you know there like there's a variety of things that could come into play it can be anything about like the nagging perfectionist character that shows up. Um, and she's about like shooting. That's right. I said shooting all over the situation, right? Like, <laughs> oh, you know, I should get ahead of emails. Wait, I should be present with the kids. Oh, I should take time to be grateful. Um, you know, or it's that like, you know, that like rebellious teen who just wants to like go out on a school night you know, Netflix so hard, you know, totally just avoid everyone, you know, and shut down. Um, or like the last persona of, of my Sundays, my scary Sundays is, is who I loving refer to as Noidy. Um, and Noidy is just all about like obsessing over the past week's events and like getting super, super worked up but yet not doing anything about it. Just like, you know, kind of mulling and ruminating. And then of course, like a series of unproductive, you know, can, can, um, can counter Nordy's, you know, emotions. Yeah. I'll add to those. I have a, a what ifs, which is all the worst what ifs that can happen in the week ahead. And I just kind of play all these impossible what ifs in my head of like, what if this meeting goes bad? What if I'm not prepared for Monday? Um, all these stupid what ifs that never really transpire to anything. Um, the other one is I talked a little bit about my laziness last time. I think oh, yeah. once my body's in a state of rest, which doesn't happen immediately on Friday, like half of Saturday, I'm still in go mode. By the latter half of Saturday, I'm, you know, settled down. And by Sunday, I've really eased into being the lazy bitch I want to be. And then I got to rev that engine back up. And I hate that. It's like there's some imbalance where Monday through Friday, I'm in such go mode. And then weekends is like, let's just, you know, be lay like broccoli. Yeah. And, you know, I think what you're saying is important because this might possibly be the scariest of all Sundays. Oh, yeah. Because although you've had that longer time to cope, there's also this like pressure of the new year. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, so it's 2021. We all have probably goals and, and you know, things we want, you know, that we've learned from that we want to apply into 2021. Um, and there's just this like expectation. And then at the same point, you know, there are things outside of our control that, that, that haven't really changed. Right. You know, we're still 
very mostly largely working remotely. Um, a lot of us are still dealing, you know, with, you know, the, the threat of COVID, you know, as we send our kids, you know, to distance learning or send our kids back to school um, or, or continue to homeschool them. And so I think that's the other thing. It's just that rah, rah, yeah. feeling of 2021, new year, you know, we've all been off and then we're kind of sliding right back in to just, you know, oh, you know, a week that you know, is, is kind of, you know, uh, wrought with a lot of expectations. Yeah. Well, you and I spoke on January 1st about how we thought we were going to wake up. And I think we were hoping that things were going to be so different because 2020 sucked so bad that we were hoping, oh my God, 2021 is going to be so different. And I think that's like a whole nother podcast, but it really wasn't. It, there was a lot of stuff that you and I were talking about that was hard to swallow because we thought all the bullshit was done and over with. Um, but it bled over into 2021. And there was like a part of us that was like very disappointed. You know, it's like waking up and Santa didn't leave Christmas presents. It wasn't like a magical, you know, new, new day of a new year. And I think fortunately and unfortunately, that's what Monday, January 4th is going to feel like, right? Like we're going to go back to work we're going to remember our passwords. We're going to remember our projects and where we left off. And it's not going to be that different, you know, which I find comfort in, but find a little bit annoying, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. But you know what? I think the thing is, too, that we discussed as we think about 2021 is 2021 is not the year, you know, to, to hide from, right? We all have to buck the hell up. And, you know, we kind of need to, you know, confront, you know, the things that we want to get done this year. And part of that is ensuring that we make every day count, even freaking Sundays after 3 p.m. And so I think if we think about that in relation to, you know, what I want to talk about next, I think we need to talk about some of the things and like tools in our, our, our tool chest, our toolbox. Um, and by the way, my, my toolbox is one of those like 1990s style caboodles, <laughs> like the way you open up and then there's like all these drawers and there's like crackers in one box and then there's like lip, lip gloss in the other. But really, honestly, the tools to help combat the Sunday scaries for our listeners. Um, I'll start and then Yuri, I want to hear what you think and, and some of the ideas and suggestions that, that you're employing, you know, as, as we confront the Sunday scaries. Yeah. I think... The first thing for me is like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh my God, you know, what could I be messing up next week? What could I be forgetting? You know, what, what will people think about me? You know, if I do that. And I think the first thing is to be like, nobody is freaking thinking about me. Like nobody is thinking about, I wonder if Liz is going to show up on Monday as much as I am thinking about if I'm going to show up on Monday. So I think kind of like <laughs> the first thing is recognizing that like, the Sunday scaries are all about like your perceived fears. And I think getting over yourself first and foremost and recognizing that nobody is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about you is kind of a big like, oh, good. It's not like people are sitting there waiting, you know, for me to mess up or waiting for me to, uh, you know, achieve so that I can have this like built in audience applauding um, or critiquing what it is that I do. So I think that's like first and foremost, the thing we need to think about when confronting the Sunday scaries. Yeah. And just to build to that, I mean, 
if 80% of people are going through it, everyone's just busy thinking about themselves. It's like, we're all in it together, you know? Like, how often do we make a joke? Like, oh my God, I, I couldn't even figure out what, what we were talking about or what my password was. And everyone's like, yeah, me neither. So uh, I think I, I find great comfort in the fact that, yeah, we're not alone. But to your point, no one gives a shit. Right. Like, I guarantee you Jennifer freaking Aniston and probably J-Lo have, have had the Sunday scaries at some point in their life, you know? Yeah. So I think it's just completely normal. And then I think the other thing to recognize is that, you know, it's just there's this natural tendency to want to stay in our comfort zone. And I think we know that, like, you know, what the week holds for us and potentially the pressure we've put on ourselves as the start of a new year, that, like, there's between, like, where we're sitting right now and ultimately, like, who we want to be or where we want to grow. So I think the Sunday scaries, while normal, can also be a sign in certain instances that you could be craving, like, certain changes in your life. And that could be, like, anything from, you know, I want to work out more to, you know what, like, I don't want to deal with these, um, with these people, you know, um, in my social circle or to just saying, you know what, I'm ready for a change at work or I'm ready to work on a new project. Yeah. I think it's kind of a day of reckoning. Yeah. I do think that the one positive of Sunday Scaries, as long as we sort of, you know, dissect what's worth being anxious about and what's really not, is sometimes it's it's our body's way of preparing us. You know, it it is mm -hmm. a start. It is sort of, you know, a fresh start, whether it's a week or a year. And so our body's telling us like, hey, you need to go and prepare. And I think when we're not prepared, it's like Jennifer Aniston would never show up on set not having rehearsed her lines. J-Lo, I'm sure, worked out and practiced like crazy for that New Year's Eve performance, which I did not see. Genuinely, I didn't see it um, because I, I wanted to actually see what a mess uh, Mariah Carey was. But yeah, I mean, the preparation, <laughs> I think, is key, right? Yeah. Like I looked well, ahead. I think at, the thing is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Yuri. Okay. I I looked ahead at my work week, and Monday really wasn't as scary as it was in my head. You know, I think I smartly kept it light, or the team did, and then Tuesday sort of builds, and then sure, Wednesday is a bit of a shit show. It's back to back nonstop, but I had some time to to you know get acclimated to working life again. Yeah, I think that's important. And I think the other thing that you mentioned is like, you know, in terms of the amount of practice and preparation, somebody like a Jennifer Aniston, a JLo, or even some of the high performers, you know, that, that you work with or that, that you, that you visit, they take time to prepare. And I think, what is it? Beyonce, I think practiced for what, eight or nine months for a two hour Coachella performance. And I think we could all use um, a little dash of that in our, in our lives as we confront our Sunday scaries, because ultimately, you know, what you prepare for, um, you know, can ultimately help, um, you know, really reset your frame of mind and, and, and help you practice kind of what's important for the week. Just like you had said, you know, looking ahead to your week, Instead of saying, you know what, it's my Sunday. I'm not going to do anything on Sunday, um, you know, versus taking that time 
to like look at your calendar and then ultimately determining three priorities that are non-negotiables that you need to get done for the week yeah. and ensuring that your calendar is reflective of those things. That is winning Sunday. I mean, and that's something that, you know, for a mom who has like, you know, small kids or who's completely overwhelmed with homeschooling and is trying to juggle and do all the things that one activity on Sunday can ultimately transform a sense of scared into a sense of empowerment. Yeah. I think, you know, um, we're never going to prepare nearly as much as Jennifer Aniston and JLo. I don't know why we're talking about them so much, um, which is why they are where they are and we are <laughs> who we are. Um, but I think it's about a balance, right? Because Sunday is, is meant to be a day of rest. So how can we have that day of rest, you know, our time with God, if that's what we're into, our time with our family, but then also get into preparation mode so we can, you know, alleviate some of those, you know, worries or anxiety we have. Yeah, that's right. And so I think what we talked about is ultimately recognizing, you know, and listening for those cues of, oh, crap, you know, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous or anxious about what's to come on Sunday. I think that's the first thing is just it's an awareness. It's a feeling. It's it's a commonality. I think secondly, saying, OK, well, you know, what's making me feel that way and what do I have control over to do differently, which the easiest way to do that is look at how you're spending your time for the coming week, right? Yeah. Make sure that you're like assessing your calendar, you know, because time is a resource that is in fact non-renewable. You can never make up time. So I think really, you know, spending um, 10 minutes, 15 minutes going through your calendar um, and identifying those three priorities ideally before you look at your calendar and then judging your calendar against it is critical. Um, you know, I think those are, are ways that, that, you know, people can feel a better sense of ownership in their day. Yes. Spending time on our time gives us more time. You know, I mean, the worst thing I could do to somebody is within the hour of, of a meeting say, sorry, I couldn't make it. I was triple booked. It's like, I want to avoid that at all costs. So I look ahead and I like move things around like a game of Tetris um, to, to make sure that, you know, I, I have time for the right things. Um, and another thing I have to do is sometimes for me to clear my head, I need to clear my physical space, you know? So like I am doing weird things like emptying out all the trash in the house, clearing my desk, organizing the kids' toys on a Sunday and I don't, you know, my husband always looks at me and he's like, why in the hell are you doing that? But for whatever reason, it, it calms me, you know, it's kind of cathartic to do it. And then Monday is not so bad if I'm not tripping over toys and shuffling through my, you know, piles to find my notebook or, you know, just doing nonsense. But yeah, I think a clear desk and a clear space always helps me clear my head. Yeah. And I have the kids like, you know, start to participate in, yeah. um, you know, as your little home assistance is like, you know, my, my children, my domestic assistant, and then, you know, they're learning those habits too. I think the other thing too, um, that's important is, you know, Sundays used to be the days, you know, pre COVID where I would do some brunch, I might go on a walk with a friend, you know, I might, you know, go and, and hang out with some friends. And that's kind of like, gone to shit. 
And I find that I haven't necessarily placed those habits. So I do think there's a time, you know, for like a new element of connectivity on Sundays, you know, maybe for some people that's, you know, going um, to church remotely or, you know, going, you know, and doing things that are, you know, socially distanced uh, approved. But I think um, for Sundays, uh, connections can be really a really good way just to ensure that you're being in the moment and you're, you're being present with the people that ultimately matter most to you. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good one. Absolutely. I think especially since we're, you know, I, I think all of us are, are quarantined at home. It's so easy to just like get in your own way about things. And so to have sort of that reality check, talking to loved ones, trusted ones, friends, I think is really helpful. It just gives me new perspective every time I talk to um, a good friend or a family member. Right. Well, and then I think the other one that is one of my favorite ways to like treat Sunday, you know, with an element of like, you know, care and self-preservation that's actually, you know, healthy um, is just, you know, a hot bath or like, you know, some sort of like home, you know, beauty treatment, um, you know, maybe, you know, as of late, the, the standards have gone, you know, far beneath the norm. So maybe it's just about, I wash my hair every Sunday. <laughs> um, but I think that's another good way of just that self-care ritual, yeah. um, you know, that, that leaves you prepped and primed for the week. And I think, you know, it goes without saying everybody needs to get some damn sleep. Amen. I, I mean, sleep is up. I mean, it is, yeah, it is not sexy to like be burnt out. Like nobody's giving you a reward for working until like 1130 at night. You know, it's, it's not sexy to have like a bender or a rager on Sundays. And I'm not referring to like necessarily <laughs> drugs and alcohol, but you know, cram every element of productivity that you missed over the weekend into a Sunday nights is not going to do anything to help you rest and feel good. And I think taking, you know, your ass to bed at a decent time is really, really important. And that's where I think routine is so um, important. Like all the things that we mm -hmm. just said, you don't want to start at 9 p.m. at night. You will be up until 1 a.m. trying to get all that stuff done to feel good about the next day and you won't be able to go to sleep. And then you'll be, you know, up in your own head. So I think like, you know, every Sunday we sort of have a routine, like it's when we do our laundry, it's when we do a few things, it's, you know, there's a certain time that I start to go through all my emails to, you know, if I'm really lucky, um, bring it down to zero. Um, but you're right. Like I, 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 my hair is actually soaking wet and like soaking through my sweatshirt because <laughs> we agreed to 3 p.m., but Sunday's a day. It's not the only day. But it is like the day that I'm like, I'm going to take a shower or a bath and take my phone with me and catch up on a show and just relax. Yeah. Well, and I think that's it's the little cocktail of, you know, renewing activities with productive activities that I think can really help people combat their scary um, Sundays. And, you know, I think the thing that's most important, you know, recognizing that you know, we're all adults, you know, we're in charge of our, we are ultimately responsible with how we spend our time. And 
and you know, truth be told, this year has been a total shit show. And so I think, you know, giving ourselves permission to kind of ease into the week a little bit more by by taking like that 20 minutes of um, you know, or you know, setting up time for like just one self-care activity really can go a long way. Yeah. I think and as I said in the beginning, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, and I think just caring for, you know, your your whole self, aka your whole ass, um, <laughs> is really important. That means like the fun shit and the work shit, you know, and bringing that, you know, to a way that that you feel good about going into Monday, like a boss. Yeah. And quite frankly, all the Monday meetings, Liz, are going to start off with, well, tell me about your break. Tell me about your break. So these meetings are going to be half all of us just catching up anyway. It's it's not that scary if you really think about it. But to your point about permission, I think if we are feeling the Sunday scaries to an extreme, we're just not being kind enough to ourselves. Ah, that's that's very good. You're right. I mean, scary Sundays is usually a sign that you're not being compassionate to yourself and you're not being kind to yourself. And I think right now the theme of 2020, if there's one thing we heard, is that kindness counts. <laughs> um, and if we're not doing that to ourselves, we can't expect, you know, to give it to others, yeah. right? You gotta start, you know, start it starts, it starts with you. It starts <laughs> with you and it ends with you. Well, you know what? I think um that it's a good time to end this topic with both of us so that we can get on with our lives and get on with avoiding any sort of scary Sunday um, activities that could be um, less than stellar. And um, I think that uh, this has been a great discussion and I appreciate all of your tips and tricks, Miss Yuri. I have one quote to end this with, Liz. Oh, yes. yeah. Today is the tomorrow you were worried about yesterday. That's from Dale Carnegie. Damn. <laughs> that's good. It's good. Right? That's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, with that, we will end our show. Thank you, Miss Yuri, my partner in crime, for your time. And everybody have a great week. No Sunday scaries. Hey. Thanks for listening to the Work and Win podcast. We produce this content for you, and we would love your feedback. Leave a comment or contact us at contact at workandwim.com and on Insta at workandwimco, or check out our website at workandwim.com. Remember, we are here for you. We know that you bring your whole self to work, and we want to make sure that that whole self is the best self. Carry on, ladies.